Kelly Schultz, candidate running in the Republican primary for the governor of the state of Maryland. Good afternoon, Kelly. Hey, Tim and Frank. How are you guys today? We're doing great. And I, I coach you, Kelly, because I, I think you stepped down from all those high positions with that honorable in front of it. But you're always going to be honorable to me. So it is what it is. You know, Tim, I told you a long time ago, my mom's been calling me Kelly for a lot of years. It's good for you, too. Okay. Well, if it's good enough for mom, it's good enough for me. Kelly, I exactly. appreciate you taking time out of this uh, uh campaign that you're running and it uh, seems like time's going faster and faster as the primary comes up when uh april uh, it's right now scheduled for june 28th oh june 28th so that's we have right. a little bit of time oh, okay yeah. good and mm-hmm. i noticed that there is a uh, uh you're you're being opposed so that there will be a primary in the republican side how many people are running beside yourself uh, well, in the Republican primary, yes, I believe yes. that there's four candidates, um, okay. including myself, that have filed. Okay. Now, Kelly, what's such? First of all, I, I, I anybody that's ever you're you're a Freddie girl, or at least we we claim in you, uh, Freddie lady. And uh, I know that you've been the Secretary of Commerce, and prior to that, you were Secretary of Dollar, which is uh, Department of Labor and Industry. Yada yada yada. Before that, you were a House of Delegates member, also. Uh, now the step up to run for governor what uh, what what allowed kelly what made kelly what in the world have you lost why are you running for governor <laughs> you know what tim thank you you so you kind of just gave my bio you you left out a couple of things i've been in private industry and you know started my own business i was a single mom raising my two high school age kids who are you know both um in maryland now so i'm very grateful for that with sure. their families but you know what, Tim, this campaign is a campaign about opportunity. And, you know, it's about giving Maryland every chance to succeed. Um, I was very, very fortunate to raise my two boys in Frederick and to be in Maryland. I graduated from college here. I started a small business here, became a member of the House of Delegates, the first woman, like you said, to serve in the governor's cabinet um, in the Department of Labor first and the Department of Commerce. And, you know, now I'm running for governor. And I think what it is, it's because we need to be able to exemplify my story and so many other stories across the state of the opportunity to achieve everything here in the state of Maryland. And this campaign is about all of those opportunities. It's about people to pursue their dreams and, and what we can do to be able to move forward. So I'm just really thrilled to talk about this and to talk about being able to keep Maryland safe, to be able to provide steady leadership and to be able to create a prosperous uh, situation for all of us to to work towards in the future. It's uh, Maryland is obviously a blue state. Uh, we have about two to one Democrats to Republicans, and yet we've had for the last almost eight years now a Republican governor in Larry Hogan. Um, does that cause uh, does that cause you to to lean one way or the other as far as your views on on uh, you know, political issues, or uh, I think Larry, uh, Governor Hogan, is a moderate, uh, and I know that he's been criticized as not being conservative enough, but I don't know how a ultra-conservative can get elected in the state of Maryland for governor. Yeah, you know, Tim, that, that, that's, that's a great question. And, you know, I like to call it common sense conservatism, right? And when I ran for office in Frederick County, I ran, of course, to represent everybody in Frederick County. And I think I have a, a, a history and a record of being able to do that. 
to be able to understand what the issues are and to be able to pull people together in a bipartisan way in order to be able to get those issues resolved. And like Tim, you know this, there's, there's a lot of really tough problems that are out there. And anybody that's listening knows me, and I, I don't talk about problems, I don't talk about issues a lot, I talk about opportunities, and those are success opportunities to be able to bring people together to come up with really viable solutions. I think that's what we've been able to do in the administration over the course of the last seven years. And I think this is an opportunity to be able to continue those types of conversations so that Marylanders, no matter who you are, have an opportunity to have a voice in what those solutions are um, for each and every one of us. And that's how I will lead the administration. Well, I, I think that's uh, that, that speaks well because I, the hardest part of any job, as we know, is getting it. Um, now, it's expensive. The part that bothers me is how expensive it has become to run for political office and uh, even locally and you know whether it be county exec or even i see the numbers on those running for county council uh to how does that go how i mean i, I every politician tells me kelly that the worst thing is asking for money but you have to have money in order to run because this is a big state uh, you know as far as point a to point b so is that is that something that's working out well for you uh, did, did you uh, did you uh, anticipate what it would cost? Well, of course, you know, cost is always a factor, um, but it's for a good cause, I would like to say. So we spent, you know, the good part of 2021 doing a lot of focusing on our campaign and our fundraising efforts. Um, I'm proud to say that on January 19th, when we posted our fundraising efforts, there were several stories that were printed out there that talked about uh, we were uh, we made record funding or record funding for a Republican uh, non-incumbent um, as far as what we've been able to raise. But I think there's something even more important about that. Obviously, the money is very important, but it's also important so that we can get the message out and getting our message out to the entire state to make sure that everybody understands that this is a campaign for each and every one of us, regardless of what zip code that you live in. Um, it, and it's an opportunity for everybody to have a say in how we want Maryland to move forward. And I, from what I have heard from every corner of the state, right, it's, it's three issues, right? The safety issue, making sure that violent crime um, is, uh, you know, at, at a minimum, that we are able to put violent criminals behind bars, making sure our family's safe, making sure our educational system is steady. They have the leadership that they need to, to be able to move forward in the educational system and for everyone to be able to prosper and our economy to continue to remain strong. And that's what we fight for every day. And yeah, there's certain parts of the campaign that are tougher than others, but you know, Tim, you've known me a long time. I'm up to the challenge and we're in it to win it. Well, I appreciate that. I want you to hold if, just a second. I have to take a very short break. And running first in the primary, and then uh, all goes well. She'll be running in the general election. Do you think, uh, Kelly, that the um, condition of the national focus as far as what's going right or wrong for the Democrats, that this was a, uh, is going to be, it's going to help down ballots? That's just, I don't know the governor's much of a down ballot, but uh, do you think this will be a, 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 something that will carry off to uh, to the Republican governors? You know, Tim, I, and so that's a great question. Thank you for that. I think that when you, we look at the national politics scene, I think people are very disgruntled with what's happening nationally. Um, people are super focused a lot of, you know, for very good reasons. And that gives us quite an opportunity um, in this state to be able to show people that, you know, the best that we can do is what 
you know, we've been doing for the last seven years, and that's being able to provide bipartisan, bipartisan leadership in the state of Maryland and wanting to be able to make sure that they can continue to have bipartisan leadership in Maryland to deal with issues that are happening on the federal level. You know, inflation is such a big deal for each and every one of us, right? I mean, you know me, Frank. Yes. I come from very humble beginnings and, you know, raised my two boys um, in a very humble way. And I, I look at all those working-class families right now that are having a difficult time, um, you know, with the gas increases and just paying for propane to heat their houses. And it's up to the states, and I think that's what's really important. There's 36 states across the nation that are having um, gubernatorial elections this year, and it's up to those individuals to be able to make sure that we can keep a hold on our state and provide some sort of respite for those families that are hardworking, that are finding it difficult. You know, there's, there's an inflation tax here in the state of Maryland that I just want to bring to your attention. You know, way back when I was in the House of Delegates, and of course I voted against this tax, it was the new gas tax. You might remember that when sure. under Martin O'Malley and their leadership, they raised that tax. Well, they connected that tax to, they indexed it, right? So every time inflation goes up, our gas tax not only goes up, but it goes up according to inflation. And so what our Maryland residents are seeing here in the state right now, they're seeing not just what's happening at the federal government level, which is hard for all of us when it comes to inflation, but Maryland is responsible for some of that. What they did during Martin O'Malley's administration, and the first thing that I will do, just like when Governor Hogan repealed the rain tax, we're going to go in there and we're going to repeal this inflation tax so that Marylanders do not have the highest gas prices in the nation. Uh, Secretary Schultz. Push the other button. There I am, Secretary yeah. Schultz. I knew you were here. Uh, I, I hope we have the opportunity, and I'm sure we will, to uh, talk again before the primary and really like to drill in down on some of the uh, issues. But uh, as you're in a competitive primary uh, coming up uh, this summer, uh, do you care to contrast uh, your views with those of your, I guess, primary challenger, uh, Delegate Cox? You know, this is, this is what I will say, and I, I like to talk a lot about our campaign because I think our campaign is, again, the opportunity campaign. We talk about the future. We talk about what we can do. We talk about policies that we have been able to create and what we can continue to create in the future. And, Frank, I'm going to tell you this. It's all about safe communities, steady leadership, and prosperous futures. And we're going to talk about that a lot. And we can talk about a lot of other people's campaigns, but they should have an opportunity to talk about their own my campaign is about safe, steady, and prosperous leadership. And tell us uh, the little bit of time we have left, uh, Kelly. Tell me about your uh, your lieutenant governor. So on Tuesday, thanks for asking about that. We were really excited to uh, introduce to the state of Maryland our lieutenant governor candidate, Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Jeff Wolford. That's a mouthful, but um, he is an American hero. He um, is an Air Force fighter pilot, uh, retired after 30 years currently serving in the Air National Guard here in Maryland. Um, he's also a doctor, um, and he has been very successful in helping us through some very difficult medical issues in the state of Maryland. And I could not be more honorable to have him because he really fits into our campaign, right? He's a, he's a wonderful family man. He was born and raised here in Maryland. And we're all about talking about competent leadership. And Marylanders should know without any shadow of a doubt that the person that's taking over or the people that are taking over the reins in this state after eight years of Governor Hogan are going to be competent leaders to be able to make sure that their issues that they're thinking about the most are going to be our number one issues. And, and this is a team that's going to be able to do that. 
Kelly, how does one contact you or your campaign if they wish to do so? How would they go about that? Well, they can go to my website, uh, kellyschultzforgovernor.com. Uh, that's a great place for them to find information about our policy initiatives. It's a great place for them to volunteer to come and join our campaign, which would be really great to have some uh, more folks from Frederick. We have a really active group that's working for us and obviously any other opportunities that they want. Um, but I would recommend that they go to kellyschultzforgovernor.com. Well, Kelly, I, as Frank said, I, we wish to have you back on again at any time that uh, you're out in this bout in this area. We look forward to that. And uh, once again, Kelly, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. And well, keep running. maybe the next time I can come sit in the studio with you guys like we did before. That'll be perfect. Like the old days. We're looking forward I to the it. old days. Amen, sister. All right.